Well, hello again. This is Shane and this is Heartlines. Now, this is episode 10 and now we, I have a special guest on for episode 10 uh, for my previous contract. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce my special guest. So so what's your name, man? Where are you from? And what was your job on board the ship? Uh, hey, everyone listening to my boy Shane right here. My name is Diego, aka DJ Bandit. Um, I'm from Mexico City. 29-year-old lad, just uh, having a lot of fun on board ships. I'm a current as a host DJ working right now. Good stuff. Host DJ. So many contracts have you had so far, uh, Diego? I've had, in my whole career, it's been four contracts with two different companies. Okay. Yeah, four. Okay, okay. So your, your previous uh, uh, contract, were you a DJ before? or just, Were you an entertainment uh, host? or? Uh, yeah, so if, I, if you want me to talk a little bit about it, mate. Uh, yeah. I started my career being uh, just an entertainer, like a host. Okay. But I started my, my job uh, here on land at resorts in Mexico, oh, specifically okay. Playa del Carmen, the southern part of Mexico. Yeah. Uh, I started working for a resort for almost two years, and then I decided to move my career onto cruise ships. Okay. So, and then afterwards, like, I just, I always, always had a taste for music and like a passion for music. Yeah. So I saw an opportunity on board uh, with the host DJ position to do kind of both things. Yeah. Do the hosting and also doing the yeah the DJing on board. Yeah. So you were doing the you were doing the uh, resorts job. So like uh, like uh, is it is it rude to say spring break? Yeah. You could call it like that. Yeah, I would be the hype guy. Um, okay. The hype guy. Yeah, okay. we were based. We were just basically there to like throw a fun time for the guests. Yeah, yeah. we had like spring break events coming up, like yeah. phone parties and you know the crazy stuff, beer yeah. drinking contests. Yeah, yeah no. that's that's what I used to host and organize. I don't think I'll come close to the stuff you got up to, Diego. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no. But pool parties, I'd say they're fun. Um, I mean, I'd say like you get all sorts, um, and I, you just have to deal with like to deal with different people from all walks of life. I'd say, yeah, they paid to have a fun time, and you're there to facilitate. That's what the job is about. Yeah, just get everyone hyped and entertained, man. Yeah, they have a fun time on board. So, uh, like growing up, were you always the entertainer when you when you were when you were you a young a young book or a young laddie in um, Mexico City in your family? Were you always entertaining your family, or was it something that you kind of you learned as you went? No, that, that's a that's a great question, mate. Because yeah. I think, well, on my own personal experience, I think like my whole family is a bunch of entertainers. They don't, okay. uh, they're not putting that into into work. They don't do like as a job or like, as a living. Yeah. But they're always like the party guys. My my, at least from my dad's side, it's always been like fooling around at parties where yeah. we all gather and we'll be wearing wi- wigs and doing like <laughs> dumb stuff, dancing, singing. So I think that's where all the entertainment part came. So it's yeah, like, yeah, I don't know. I like the attention. I'm gonna throw something dumb just to entertain yeah. everyone. And of course, yeah, I think I think that, that that's the base of it. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Like uh, for me, I mean, for me, what I went into, like my, my first car contract, you may, I may have told you when I was on board that I used to work in like retail. So I had that sales experience and it's not too dissimilar to sales and the kind of selling yourself, but it's different. You're selling yourself versus a product, you know, you're kind of selling what you bring, you know, the hype guy or the energy guy or, or you're 
like a bingo host yeah. or, or your or comedy club or whatnot, you know, yourself. So you talked about, did you, like, did you know anybody before you went on board a cruise ship? I, I didn't. I knew nobody before I went on my first contract. Did you know anybody on cruise ships? So the way it worked for me to kind of get the interest into cruise ships was the fact that my supervisor at the resort that I used to work at decided to leave the company after years of working over there. Yeah. It was like a shocker for everyone. It's like, yeah, what are you doing, man? Yeah, like, yeah. You've been, you, you, you've grown a career in this resort and now you're yeah. leaving. Like all the guests are going to be asking about you and everything. And yeah. he decided to start working for a cruise line. So I kind of got, he, he called me and he was like, man, you got to give it a shot because it's, you already got the entertainment part on yeah. resorts. Here on board is like great, man. Like you're going to have a fun time. Uh, it's, you're going to be traveling, meet people from all over the world. Yeah. And I was like, man, that's, that's kind of sounds like, what I want to do next. That's kind of sounds like my next step. Yeah. So that's how I, I give it a shot with, with my supervisor that went to shout out to Eddie. If he, he ever listens to this. Yeah. <laughs> is he a Mexican man himself or where is he from? Yes. Mexican, hundred percent Mexican man. Yeah. All the way from Cancun, Mexico. Right. Yeah. Ah, excellent. I've never been to Cancun. I've been to Tijuana during the night, never during the day. I've heard stories. <laughs> <laughs> Not even myself into Tijuana, bro. I already know the stories. Uh, so tell me, uh, your, your DJ name, DJ, uh, you say Bandit? Uh, where does it come from? Like, Bandit. Ba- Bandit, like? Yeah, DJ Bandit. Okay, so where does it come from, Bandit? Uh, I don't know, man. It's, it's just a crazy story. First of all, like, uh, you know, when we met on the first contract, I was yeah. just a host. They, they throw me on, like, go, you got to do the host. Exactly, yeah, yeah. So I was like, man, but I've never DJ before. I don't know yeah. what's going on. Like, what up? Uh, so for my first, uh, sorry, for my second contract, they actually, uh, like, you know, on the system, on the company system, they already switched my position to actual host DJ. Yeah. But then they were like, you will need a name. And I'm like, oh man, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't feel represented by anything, but I also didn't want it to be DJ Diego as they started calling me. I'm like, come on, man, DJ Diego. That sounds like, what's, what's the hype on that? Yeah. So yeah, I start true, like true. I, I promise. I promise you. Since my for my first contract to my second contract, the whole vacation I spent thinking about a DJ name. I threw a poll on Facebook or Instagram or on yeah, any yeah. social media. I, seen I was that, trying yeah. to figure out like my name. Yeah. So I remember, like you know, uh, well, I'm a big techno fan, like electronic techno music. That's okay. why it kind of made me go into the DJ stuff more. Um, I was listening to one of my favorite DJs. Yeah, and one of one of the, their songs, a really cool song, it's called Bandit Funk. Okay, and, it's funk. yeah, yeah, and, good stuff. And I was like, yeah, that's what I like. I want people to know that like I'm, I'm funky, I'm groovy, or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. you wanna. So then, I, but then I also was thinking about like, I don't know, you know, the Mexican crazy life or like that kind yeah. of stuff. And I'm like, but I didn't want to put myself like a criminal because I was like. <laughs> Call myself DJ Criminal. They're gonna be like, wait, what? So, so you, like, so you dropped the out, yes? So instead of Bandita, you dropped the out. <laughs> a little bit. I like it. I like it. And I was like, something that represents like that tough side or that yeah. crazy lifestyle, but yeah. not into a criminal way. I'm yeah, like, Bandit, for sure. Bandit, so I'm like, man, Bandit sounds cool. Like, yeah, it's cool. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'll take it, DJ Bandit. There we go. Yeah, we we know we met met lots of different DJs uh, on board. But I like I like the DJ Diego. I, I I guess Diego, you you were thinking more linked to like Dora the Explorer, you know? <laughs> yeah. No, that that's funny too. I didn't want to be DJ Diego because 
already my nickname when I was on um, at resorts used to be yeah. Go Diego Go. Oh, oh so okay, was like, okay, okay, okay. Like from Dora and all, and I'm like, yeah. nah, I don't want Diego to be like. I know that's yeah. my name, but I don't want it to be like my other, like my alter ego name again. Yeah. It's like no. I gotta, I want to try something different. Hundred percent. No, I agree. Now, my last interview I done, I done with a, a guy uh, from Chile who I met on board my first contract. Um, I, I asked him about his first week on board. How did you feel in your first week on board uh, on the Magic? Because that's a big ship to, jo- to go, go on compared to, you know, my first ship was the Imagination, which is one of the smaller ships in the fleet. And you went on to a ship right. that's probably about three or four from the top, maybe five or six now because there's a couple more that have been launched since. So how did you feel in the first week? Was it what you expected or was it a shock to the system? Uh, well, to be honest, first of all, I just got to say in the point right there, yeah. my, first, my first contract on board was with a different company. That oh, the one I'm okay, right okay, now, right? okay, yeah, yeah. So uh, my first week on board with that ship, I was totally lost, to be oh, honest. Okay, right, yeah, like okay. I had absolutely no idea where to go how to like manage myself like walk around the ship yeah. i didn't know how to reach some places i was like i was really confused yeah, yeah the first yeah. week for me was super confusing i couldn't find my cabin like i remember every single time after work i would struggle like for another hour extra yeah. work just to try to find where my cabin was because i didn't know i didn't know how to read uh, a ship yeah but thankfully i had like great 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 uh friends working with me so they teach me all about it it was like no i'm like listen and like you gotta divide the ship yeah. into front, middle, and back section, yeah. and then like there's levels up and down, and there's certain things. That, and so I kind of find my way like that. But that also helped me. Like now talking about the magic, mm. uh, that, that my first week on a different company, different ship. Yeah, it was so much easier to be honest. Oh, it was so yeah. much easier. People already knew like how to what, even though it's a different company, a totally different ship. Yeah, already understood how like you divide a sheep or where you can find stuff. So, yeah, I was confused. I was excited as well. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I was like, it's like you're going to a new environment, new yeah. home. You don't know how the people you're going to work with is going to be like. Exactly. Are you going to like everyone? Is there yeah. somebody that's not going to like you? That's it. Like, you don't know. But thankfully, on honestly, on Magic, when we were working together, I, I think I had a fantastic time. I still say it to the day that I died. I think I'll say it awesome for me like i love that ship and i would always love that country and always like remember it was like a good good time on board yeah to be that, honest i remember my first contract i bought my first ship i was lost i didn't know where it was going i was like what am i doing but you, after a week or two you, you find your way you know and you find your friends and yeah you, and you find and you find the crew bar <laughs> no, <I'm joking. laughs> That's the most important. That's the first night. <laughs> That's where you make friends. <laughs> ah, no. Yeah, it's true. It's, it's a place where you go after a hard day's work and you just kind of like, you know, let loose and just... Chill, just, clear your mind. Because Yeah, exactly. Because the next day you're back on it again, you know? Yeah. Did, did you always want to be a DJ? Now, I like... I'm, I like... I, I, I would have, I would never have thought when I was younger I want to be on a ship and I want to be working a, like a, in entertainment or but but you know never say never did you always want to be a DJ did you did you like like seeing DJs or did you want to be like you no know, entertainer versus a DJ? So I think for me it's more about like I being the kind of guy that just goes with the flow and whatever like yeah, life sure. throws you in just yeah. go for it. I yeah. never even expected to work in the entertainment business to be honest. Yeah. As soon as I stepped out of college, uh, my only goal or the only thing that I thought about was like. Oh, you're still in tourism. You got to work at the hotel as a front desk. That's yeah. that's yeah. literally that's how narrow it was for me when I went out of college. I didn't know about cruise ships. I didn't know about resorts. I didn't know about entertainment at all. 
this is a funny story. Like when I applied for my first job on uh, the resorts, how I was working at the Hard Rock Hotel. Okay, um, very good. I remember the first time I was like, um, I went for, an, for a job because I moved from Mexico City to Playa del Carmen without even knowing Playa del Carmen. So I was like on an adventure, just moving to other places because I was like kind of tired of the life over here. What age were you when, when you first uh, done your uh, first kind of hotel resort job? 24. I was okay. 24 years old. Cool. cool. So I've been living all my life in my parents' house here in Mexico City. I work at, res uh, not resorts, hotels, like front desk and everything. So when I went to Playa del Carmen, I immediately applied for a, a front desk uh, position. They were like, yeah, but you need like at least like three or four years of like experience and hotels. I'm like, all oh, right, that's a bummer. But then they were like, but you have like this spark on you. Haven't you thought about becoming an entertainer? Mm. And I'm like, entertainment? What is yeah, that? Yeah. Anyway, so I didn't know about, I didn't know about the entertainment. DJ, yeah. my roomie at the resort used to be the DJ for that resort. Yeah. Uh, so I always had the, I always loved music. That's the main thing for me yeah. all my life. Music has been since every single uh, aspect of my life. It's always been influenced by music. But when it comes out to DJ, my my roomie, the one that I lived at when I was in Playa del Carmen, he was a he was a DJ for the resort. Oh, okay, so yeah. I always got the interest. Yeah, I always got the interest on in it, but I never thought about doing it yeah. like as a living. I was like, yeah, that's that would be cool. Like you're the yeah. DJ, you hype up the people, people dance yeah. in your groups, and you get people happy all the time. Yeah. So I was like, man. And then <laughs> I went to Magic and. After two weeks in, they were like, yeah. yo, we need a host DJ. Yeah, you gotta yeah. go learn. I'm like, all right, yeah. Why not? I'll yeah, 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 yeah. When in Rome, I, there you I go. Learned. Yeah, I learned something I, new. There you go. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what it's like. I mean, well, you have you, you had skills before. You've seen DJs and you've seen, okay, I could, I could try my hand at that. And actually, you took, you took it to, like a duck to water. I mean, you, you taught me well. Remember I done that? <laughs> Remember, remember, you had me train for that, that wedding. Remember the wedding you had me train yeah. for? And oh my yeah. goodness. I didn't want to ruin yeah. that big day, but it was, it was touch and go. It was touch and go. It, it is. I know. I know the feeling, bro. Tell me, tell me, I was the same thing when I had my first winning was well on four. It's yeah. just, you don't want to ruin the moment. You're like, don't focus on not ruining. It's, it's, it's a big thing. Yeah, I know. I fail you. Yeah. No, but um, yeah, well, for me, it was self-taught. And that's the thing that I yeah. honestly, like, maybe so sounding a little bit cocky about it, but like the cruiser extra I've worked with, they're all impressed because they're like, man, you actually are like self-taught. Uh, Cause no, I, I don't know. I'm not a DJ. I don't consider myself a DJ. Yeah. Like to be honest, I'm not a guy that has been working 15 years or learning for 15 years mm. and has been playing in clubs yeah. or like, no, I just, they just throw me into it. Yeah. I liked it. I learned it. And there we go. I yeah. started like practicing myself. That's how I got to, what I'm doing right now. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I was going to say, describe a typical day in your job, but when you started off, you were like an entertainment host and then you just put straight into a, a, a host DJ role. Describe a typical day for a host DJ. So on board, so you, of course you got the DJ work in the evening time. So what would you do during the day? To people who don't know at home, because we, I know what, what, what you do. In a house DJ position. Uh, yeah. Well, First of all, it depends on the ship, right? It depends oh, on a okay. lot of aspects. It's For sure. Factor. Depends on the ship. Depends how big the ship is. Depends yeah. on, like, what does the ship have? Depends on the cruise director and your entertainment director mm -hmm. to kind of know, like, what's going to be your day like. Yeah. Right? Uh, but, like, let's let's talk about my last ship, for instance. 
uh, typical day for me would be like, my first activity would normally be uh, setting up the equipment on Lido, on okay, our yeah. open deck. Yeah. And then I would be there playing for around, what would I say, an hour, two hours, mm -hmm. playing music for the guests, like requests or like chilling music so they can enjoy their time outside on the, uh, on the open deck. Then I would move to activities, yeah. the host part, where I would be doing, um, mm -hmm. you know, trivias or like any games or that kind of stuff. Yeah. And we'll have like the lunch break, then go back to the Lido to play some more music. Yeah. Then I will probably help with some, afterwards, I will probably help with something with sports, mm. like uh, anything that we have on the ship sports related you know the sports activities yeah that, basketball and, um, and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. well they had a like all that stuff exactly yeah. after that we'll probably go for like uh another break to get ready yeah. for the evening shift and you know the basics would do um like that was my previous ship i would do show watch and sometimes also i would do trivia parties with the cruise director uh, okay so yeah. that's that's the thing that we're that's the thing that we're trying to do, you know, like the pro DJ would yeah. be the one in charge of all that stuff that we're trying to like give a little more of highlight to the host mm. DJ of the passion that I was. Mm. So I would be doing like the mini battles for like uh, the lip sync or yeah. I would be doing the, the trivia parties, the actual trivia parties with, um, uh, that's good. Yeah. with the cruise director. And then obviously at night, just go set up and be ready for the nightclub yeah. to like play the first hour for the theme hour. So yeah. if any guests... Here it is. If, there, if there's any guests want to listen to this Shane podcast, please, guys, <laughs> just remember the first hour is theme hour only because, you know, guests come on board. They were like, yeah, we got to jam to the newest hits and everything. Please, the first hour is just a theme hour. So I'm going to play like other kind of yeah, music yeah, yeah, rather yeah, than yeah. the one you want to hear. Yeah. So there you go. Just a little bit of information that <laughs> could, could save lives. No, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you get all sorts of requests. Yeah. Um, now, the thing is, it's great to see, like, I remember there was one DJ on the Magic, he, we, we all loved him, I forget his name, you loved him too, he, he, he brought you, well, his, what was his name, you had him? Uh, well, I, I had, well, most of the DJs that I had on board Magic were, I worked with four DJs in Magic, so that's crazy. Yeah, uh, for sure, yeah, yeah. I changes, remember, yeah. we started with DJ Darkness, shout out to my boy, DJ Darkness. DJ yeah, him. The, the, he, he, darkness, he, darkness, he, darkness. Yeah. He, ha he had your back, okay, yeah. And he, 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 yeah. Gave, he gave you a lot of like, and that's what you want, you know, you want to get those big roles because that will, you'll grow more. You're doing the trivia yeah. parties, you're doing the, you're even maybe getting the, the after hours like yeah, sets in the, in the nightclub, maybe like midnight when it really starts kicking off, you know what I mean? You've told me yeah. stories, yeah, like I mean, What's it like? When, have you ever done the? Have you done many of the, the late night shifts in, in the as a host DJ in the nightclub? And what's it like? What what are you getting asked for? Like explain like a, a typical late night shift. All right. So uh, first of all, like it, it can depend on the both sides. I've, I've done both sides. I've done the host DJ when it comes to like the hour theme hour, and yeah. that's it. And I've done the whole thing, the whole nightclub when I open yeah. the theme hour and then play transform into the regular nightclub and then close mm -hmm. to like three, four in the morning, like the pro yeah. DJ role when yeah. I had to cover for pro DJs. Um, well, first hour basically is like you try to go through like everyone's favorite genres kind of stuff. Yeah. So like we have like a Michael Jackson hour, we have a 70s hour, we have a Motown hour, we got an mm. 80s hour, mm. top 40s. Um, Latin hour, uh, yeah. it all depends on the ship and all the boards that they're selling to. 
but basically it's just playing like trying to trying to create a big mashup of the best yeah. songs for that specific theme. Definitely. Sometimes yeah. that I think that's a smart way of getting you started into the DJing because that gives you a variety of uh, music that you have to work with and learn with rhythms yeah. and understand that not every single rhythm or every single genre mix the same way. So no. that helps you grow yourself as a DJ and mm -hmm. learning like the genres, the different rhythms, and then you build up like your information about mm -hmm. music. So that's uh, that's that's a really. I feel like it's a great way to getting started. Yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I still struggle with some genres or some like hours. I'm like, oh man, like I gotta play this hour. Yeah, and I always yeah, try, like, yeah. even though when I go back to my cabin, I always try to sort out like a playlist for every mm. different scenario. So I have like different options of music yeah. that I can play for uh, specific crowds that maybe will be more interested in certain types of music. So yeah, same hour is like basically you gotta stick to that plan. You gotta like yeah. if it's seventies music, you gotta play seventies mm -hmm. music. I mean, because guests can come over there, and that's the idea that you're selling for the guests to come to the nightclub. They're exactly, like, oh, yeah, it's gonna yeah. be a seventies hour tonight, and then you go over there, and then you start playing like different music. They're gonna be yeah. like, well, what what happened to the seventies? Yeah, yeah. You, you start playing so, like Despacito, and it's like, nah, nah, I'm working. Yeah, no, nah, this is this is not seventies. No. <laughs> so, but also that's just a little bit of a conflict. That's why I did the, the little speech that I told you about the guest saying that it was a theme hour. Because then yeah. you got the other guests that think that they're coming to a regular nightclub. And not that it's yeah. not a regular nightclub. No. But like it operates in two ways. Where you have the theme hour. And so they come in and it's like, man, why are you playing this boring music? Or like sometimes mm. that would say. And then you're like, oh my God. And then you're like, well, this is a theme hour. Yeah. So this is what I'm supposed to be playing. If you want to listen to the actual music, then come on later and gladly we'll play whatever uh, yeah. you want to listen if we have it. So that's the second part of the nightclub. And and you're you're learning your craft really. I mean, you're it, it's it's like like doing like a, being like an entertainer, stand up comedian, musician. You're learning you're learning like a set list that will work for everyone. You're not you're like for like a you know the, the, a ladies night for a seventies night for an eighties night. You're kind of you're learning and you're watching these other guys who have a lot more experience and you're just picking, you know, bits from each kind of person. Bits. Like darkness might give you something. Uh, no, definitely. You know, I, I can't, I, I can't for life me think of the name. I know the actual names of the, of the DJs, but I forget their, their actual DJ names. Cause I, I have them on Facebook, but I don't, I like, cause some of them, some of them I don't think, I don't think uh, work on board anymore. Or they might work maybe a, a mixture of on board and on land or maybe more on land. Cause a lot of these guys are DJs yeah. on land as Back much home. as on ships, you know? Definitely. Now you, you hit the nail on the head. You were talking about ports. Okay. So the music you choose depends on the home ports and where they're going. Okay. So speaking of ports, what's your favorite ports to go to as, as a, as a, like a, a crew, a crew member to go and, and like visit. Uh, oh, that's a good one. Um, I mean, we've we've traveled to so many beautiful. I have the opportunity to travel to so many beautiful places. Mm -hmm. Like, so that's a tough question to be honest. But I gotta say, I got my personal favorites as well. One of them, and I think it's one of everyone's kind of favorite port, be San Juan. Puerto Rico. Ah, oh, very nice. Yeah, I like San Juan. Um, I love that place. That, yeah. That's beautiful. Uh, on my past contract, actually, not not than the last one, but the one before that, uh, my second contract, yeah. I had to go, I got uh, the opportunity to go to so many different places. Uh, we went to Maine. Maine was one of my favorite ports as well. I just visited twice. 
but it was beautiful, man. Beautiful. It was so, so pretty. I love that port. We went to Canada. Nice. We went to Halifax and St. John's. Oh, wow. And that was also like, a, that was a different perspective since you, I was always, um, all my countries were happening at the Caribbean. So yeah. all the time I visited this kind of the same port. So getting that new vibe, that was pretty good. Uh, but if I got to pick a top one, my favorite one, I would go with Half Moon Cay in the Bahamas. Oh, okay. Uh, so is that just like a beach? Just like a beach and somewhere to chill and have a, have a, just like, just let the hair down a little bit? That's the private island for the company. Uh, so oh, okay. Absolutely gorgeous, mate. Absolutely. The water is transparent. It's just unbelievable. It's a paradise over there. And my job over there was being DJing at the beach. So ah. it was such a good day. Chilling, playing music at the beach, you get relaxed, then you get your break and you get to hang with your friends at the beach. Cool. It was just beautiful. I love that port. Now, was that a tender port? So they, they drop anchor and you they, they let the let, let get the boats out over to the port? Yeah. And that's I, also why it became my favorite port. Because <laughs> since I was a DJ, I didn't have to do tender operation. Ah, I had to go yes. Just... I just go like a guest outside, set up my equipment, and start chilling, playing some jams. We'll, we'll get to, we'll get to tender, tender, uh, tender, t very tender uh, talk very shortly. But let's talk about the actual <laughs> home ports. Now, what's your favorite home port to, to say out of? Oh man, that's gonna be a sad one. Uh, um, home ports. I've only had two. Two. Yeah. I have been able to actually visit. And that was on the first, my first contracts. Um, we went out of first of Fort Lauderdale and then Miami. Yeah. So those were the ports that I, the home ports that I had the actual chance to yeah. go down and visit. Because other than that, like my second contract, my home port was New York City. New York City has this policy where um, first and second contracts are not allowed to get off the shuttle. And that was the second contract. Oh, that, no. Uh, even the C one D, even the C one D wouldn't get you I, in, no. Nothing. Oh my! I was not able. And then my third contract was Long Beach, California, and Long I Beach. also didn't have the chance because I was working. Ah, uh, when DJ free yeah. time to get off home port. Yeah, yeah, that's DJ life. So I had no chance to visit the port at all. Uh, no, the, what, what I was about to say is, and then I had the opportunity by, towards the end of my contract to finally get off. But then when I was about to get off the ship, that's when this whole uh, pandemic situation started. Yeah. Happening. Yeah. So they just let us go out to like the cruise store and then come back. And I was like, man, that was my, my only opportunity to get out of <laughs> Long Beach. I guess it was my luck, man. That's it, man. It's it's all work. Once you once you go on for the contract, you're working, and, and it, it, you'd love to go get off, but sometimes you just can't. You just got You just got to take the rough for the smooth, you know. Now, yeah. so you said you liked. I was. I done Long Beach. I done Miami, Port Canaveral. Um, let's talk about Miami now. What what what's your what, what's your what's your thoughts on Miami? Uh, what are you talking about? Like okay, okay. So let's talk about let's talk about. Well, okay, let's talk from the DJ point of view. Does the music change a little bit in Miami? Yeah, <laughs> Miami yeah. is hard. It's hardcore party people. Yeah, that's it. They, they like... Miami. Yeah, sorry. Go on, go on. Oh, you go, you go, you go on. Uh, so I would just say like Miami crowd is a it's a party crowd. Yeah. They, they, but they are also 
they're just there for a good time, but yeah. they also will notice if you're like not playing well. Yeah. And that was a struggle for me because Miami was my first home port when I started as a, crew, as a uh, host DJ. So uh, my learning yes. process was through one of the toughest crowd. And not toughest steep. because they're mean or anything, but they're like really, they really expect you to, to bring out the party. Yeah. And imagine me learning as a host DJ being like, oh man, I barely know how to yeah. use this equipment. Yeah. yeah, it was kind of it was kind of rough. Not yeah. gonna lie, but they're cool party people. Yeah, exactly. So your your party knowledge party knowledge went from spring break to Miami. That's a bit. That's a big learning curve. Spring break to Miami. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, that's a big lift to take. It's <laughs> a big lift. Yeah. Now I remember. Now let's. I, I want to talk about. Want to talk about the the uh, when the guests were leaving the ship because we 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 all, all, always had to uh, know as a host. Well, we always had to you know see them off. Now Miami was uh, was a challenging situation uh, to get people off the ship at uh, at times. Did you find? I, I don't know. I guess the customs can make it difficult, but it's just a, it's it's a port that just has so many ships in docking at one time, and yeah. you're just one out of six or seven ships, and it's it could take yeah. what four, five plus hours to get people off. They, they, like. The people need the patience, and it's not like everyone does that job, but it's just you have to have that patience, you know, to make sure you know everything is run smoothly. Definitely, that's, that's Miami. You know, Miami had its uh, its challenges, but it's also it, the you're right. They, they, they were fun people. They really were. That's that's the nicest thing I say about them. They were fun people. No, no, they were. I remember. I remember one time. I remember. Speaking of which, I was talking about get, you know getting off the ship. I remember one time uh, I was, uh, you know, in like deck three forward beside the um, beside the uh, theater, and I was on the stairs. And I remember one person had a back to me, and they said to me, "They said to me, if this person just left me off the ship, I'm gonna, I'm gonna punch them." And I, and I, I heard, I was like, oh. you, "You were what?" <laughs> I was, I was like, "Hey, don't speak. I'm just doing my job here because everyone just has their job to do." I found with you, Diego or DJ Bent. I, uh. I, 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 I call you Diego. You'll, oh, you'll, you'll always be Diego to me, but you're DJ Bandit to, to, to your followers. But uh, <laughs> I, 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 I found you had a, a perfect temperament. I mean, that's why you went places because your temperament, you, you, people used to say all sorts of you, and you'd be like, yeah, <laughs> just bottle that away, bottle that away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I understand the side of the gas. It can be frustrating when Andy, the only thing yeah. that you want to do is just like get off the ship, right? I understand yeah. the frustrations and yeah. yeah, some people like don't have the patience to wait like yeah. what they have to wait to just get yeah. off the ship. And sometimes they don't understand that it's not about us. Most of the times mm -hmm. it's not about us controlling yeah. this situation. Yeah. We're just there to help and try exactly. to like make, as you said, try to run everything smooth yeah. and try like every time everybody leaves out the ship safe and they, exactly. they live with a good experience. But sometimes it doesn't only depend on us. That's the no. thing that people get to understand that they're yeah. we're just there we're just pawns over there we're just trying to like help yeah, yeah. And be friendly yeah 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 make it but I understand that that we also are like the first wall so people yeah. will come out of you with all their frustrations exactly. and all like yeah, and yeah. they will like just try to like vent out and listen yeah. to someone that person might be you for me honestly um I don't know man I just I just try to understand kind of put myself into them shoes yeah and. Yeah, when it comes to like, I know people would come at you with frustrations and stuff. Yeah. I would just try to keep it chill. 
Yeah. No. Um, and be like, and honestly, it might, might sign a little bit mean. Yeah. But I will try to not care about that and be like, not paying, not caring about it, but in the sense of not paying a lot of attention. Yeah. Or don't like let it try, get on, over the head, sort of. Yeah. Yeah. But obviously exactly. focus and on what they not, want. Yeah. And, and not letting their frustrations affect your, or who you are. I would be like, yeah, I'm like, I'm listening. I'm sorry. I would be straight. I'm always a straightforward person. Yeah. So when sure. they come at me with all those frustrations, I'll be like, first of all, listen, uh, I understand your frustrations, but first of all, there's no need for, for you to speak to me like yeah, that. Exactly. Like, yeah. They would just, be like a lot bit rude. Yeah. There's no need. Just calm down. I'm here yeah. to help you and make yeah. my job. But understand sometimes this doesn't depend on me. And most of the times when you explain that to guests, they kind of like calm down. Like when you let them bend out and then you're yeah. like, okay, Listen, I understand. I'm sorry you're passing through this. I truly yeah. am sorry. But this is not, I'm sorry, it's not my fault. Like, yeah. I'm just here to help you. Yeah. They no. kind of understand it. Like, and then sometimes they even apologize. They would be like, yeah. well, you know what? I'm sorry. Like, yeah. I'm just, I just need to get off because my flight or whatever. You exactly. Yeah. Exactly. They all have, go ahead. Their stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They all have things to be doing, or they. Some people like travel like fifteen, sixteen hours to get to get to the ship, and, and then they have to do the same journey back. So they're just yeah. thinking, "I got a long journey ahead of me, but we 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 can't put ourselves in their shoes." And if we did, we would spend like so much time getting each and every person kind of seen to you know. But we just have to look at the yeah. collective and make sure they get off the ship safe and sound. Now, what about yeah, now tender port tenders? Now, what do you think of tenders? Did you uh, or do you enjoy tenders? <laughs> you know the answer for that one. Uh, I know. I, I think tender operation is uh, quite a, a complicated. Um, it I can mean, be. it's not complicated, but it can get exactly. It can get yeah. complicated. Yeah. So a, you gotta be just. It just takes for everyone to be on top. And yes. Yeah, it's it's. It's a different procedure. It's a total yeah. different procedure. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I mean, everybody gets excited uh, to get off the ship, but they don't understand that, like, and that happened to me, like, on my last contract as well. People got so confused with tender operations because the first port we went to, yeah. uh, which was Cabo San Lucas here in Mexico, is a tender oh, okay. port. Okay, yeah, yeah. So yeah. nobody nobody knew about it, even though and people, I mean, I understand. People are on vacation. They just yeah. want to clear their mind and don't worry about anything. Yeah. But there was so much information going through the ship telling mm-hmm. you, like, hey, just so you know, tomorrow is going to be a tender operation. Yeah. Uh, this is what a tender operation means, so make sure that you do stuff and people some people get it but there was a lot of people that were like we never heard about it we never read about it i'm like no well i'm sorry but it was on the system all day long and you could read it it was everywhere so so yeah it's 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 complicated gets hard and especially and then they will be like all panicking and people will be like oh is this going to be the same for like tomorrow and the day after tomorrow the other ports like no man like there's a difference so don't worry about it it's just for today the, day, yeah. the next day she's just gonna walk out and that's it yeah. so yeah a tender operation is a total different procedure it yeah. takes like more ability i would say yeah. or like more crowd control and yeah. more like being vocal and talking with people no definitely uh, you have to be stern a little bit yeah so yeah it's it it's is what it is yeah procedure. true it, it is. is what it is different procedure but we have to do it and we have to rock it that's the only thing absolutely now I'm going to get on to the, like the fact, remember you, you, you were chosen and you, after your first contract, this, this is a big achievement for any kind of uh, entertainment staff to get offered a new ship, like at the, re, the launch, the launch of Sunrise. How did you feel yeah. when, you, when you got selected for that ship? <laughs> I'm going to be realized with you, Shane, I didn't know what that meant, to be honest. <laughs> 
You so didn't? I, I, I didn't know what that means. Everybody's like, congratulations. I'm like, congratulations for what? I just got another yeah. contract. Like, doesn't you all got, don't you all guys have like another contract after you? Yeah, everyone, like, no, but you got picked. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I was like, literally like, I don't understand what that means. Then after a while, like people start telling me like they pick like the best. I wouldn't say like it's consistent. Like, the best yeah, 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 yeah. To to go to uh to the opening because they want to like bring yeah. the from a brand new thing, bring yeah. the best uh experience that they can. Uh, yeah, bring exactly. Yeah, guests, right. Because it's so, the first, it's the first offering uh, of the ship, so they want us they want us to have the best people there for when the first guests get on board the ship. You know. Yeah, definitely. So, but I, I, most of the times I didn't know what that meant. So I was like, oh, okay, I don't know what, what is going on. But yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a good achievement. And then getting selected again, that was, that was when I, when it hit me and I was like, man, that's, that's, that's amazing. That's yeah. really good. I, I really feel proud about myself with all the, with those two um, picks to be on inaugural ships. I think that that's what could have stood you out for most. So like I, I, I kind of seen you in a way, sometimes you were getting like, you were getting, a bit of favoritism not really because you're working hard and you were just doing what you were told you weren't fighting the system sometimes i fought the system and the system always won you know you don't fight the system <laughs> you don't fight the system man. and then also i remember you remember remember we were in miami and uh, on the uh debarkation letting the guests off and you go in and you'd be speaking in english and spanish to the guests because we have some spanish speaking guests yeah and then adrian would come in and start speaking in spanish <laughs> or whatever spanish he spoke so he'd say something like Pantalon, <laughs> and, you, and you were just Pantalones. after. You were just after giving the most serious kind of like you know go here, go here, and he would come on. He go uh, pantalon, and you, and you just get back on. Okay, don't listen to this guy. <laughs> just, just you're like you were serious when you need to be, and you also let people be happy fun around you. You know you, you just had that balance. You know the balance of you know being fun and being serious at your job, and that's kind of why you were chosen for the sunrise. Yeah. Now. Did you when you joined the ship? Did you join in dry dock? Did you join the ship before it went set sail, or did you join when it was when it was sailing? No, yeah, actually, I joined uh, Sunrise. I joined it when it was in dry dock, so I had the opportunity to fly to Cadiz, Spain. Okay. So I, I we stood there for around two weeks, yeah, more or less, and it was an, that was beautiful. I I don't know if that counts also as a home port. Coming going back to the question you asked me, that was also one of my favorite, if I would have to say it, because I mean. Bringing out a new ship, it's totally different to just logging in into a new uh, one that has been sailing. Sorry, so yeah. yeah, we're the ones. You're the ones in charge. Every department is the one in charge to set uh, everything and be yeah. ready for the new guests. So yeah, basically, yeah. you're doing everything from scratch from your department. Yeah. Uh, but the good thing about it is that once we did our job, then let's say around 6 p.m., 5 p.m. when we were done. We will have the day off, and we can go out in Cadiz and just explore the city. And it was beautiful, nice. man. Yeah, that's cool. So, so, so you built up those friendships before you set sail. So you literally, by the time you set sail, by the time you set sail, your your, your bonds were strong. So you were ready for the you know the challenge that was bringing a new ship out at sea, out to sea. Now, uh, dry dock yeah. to explain is basically what it's basically what, when it's like the, the ship is still in refurbishment. Is that exactly? Yeah. What's so happening? dry dock basically is. Dry dock is when they take out the ship out of the water, actually. So it's not floating oh, okay. anymore in morning water. It's outside, yeah. okay. literally outside. That's why it's the dry dock. Oh, it's outside. Okay, right. They're like, 
building the ship from scratch. So, oh, right. well, in this so case, it was ref- so this, yeah. So this one basically was refurbished, right? Yeah. It was a Triumph before, and came out to be the oh, okay, um, yeah. the Sunrise. Yes. So what they did, they pulled the ship out of the water, and then uh, they basically start like cleaning everything and get everything new yeah. so to bring in a new out ship. You have the same like um, skeleton, let's say like that. Yeah, and yeah. Like putting everything new, not something new to yeah. make the, the ship a, mm. a brand new ship. So yeah, that's dry duck. Okay, cool. So how was how was how was your contract uh, on the sunrise? Uh, was it uh, was it um, fun? It was a fun contract. Uh, it was a tough ship to work at. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. Nothing. A lot of people they hear this and they work at that ship. Um, yeah. They all agree the same. Yeah. It was a tough yeah. ship to work at. Yeah. It was tough. Do you, do you uh, think it's, not, it, the expectation brought the toughness in, or was was it the choice of cruise director, entertainment director? What do you, what do you feel? Do you feel it's a it's a bit of everything? Uh, yeah, I think it's more a bit of yeah. everything. Yeah. Like you're working a brand new ship. Yeah. Um, some guests came back to the ship that have already been sailing, then come to the sunrise, which is new. This is different, and there's like there's a lot of like look. And since it's a new ship, of course, the first weeks you're gonna have like your test weeks, and then you yeah. gotta figure out like some stuff don't work as you thought it would work. Oh, that's yeah. when you try to fix. That's that's a tough part of bringing out a ship because mm. it's like uh, try and like error, you know. Mm. So you go for one thing, and then you realize it doesn't work. So you gotta yeah. like fix that and change yeah. it all back and try a new thing and see and just try to figure out what works yeah. with that ship yeah uh, i think that was the toughest part of it yeah uh, I, i'm not I'm not gonna lie as well it was not one of my favorite contracts i yeah. struggled a bit yeah. with like some personal issues and a lot yeah. of things going on yeah. but what i what i want like actually like remark is like if it was not for the people and the crew that i met on board that ship yeah. uh that contract would be a total chaos for me yeah about talking about how hard it was yeah but the people totally. that were there the crew members that i met the friends that i met over yeah. there they made that contract an amazing contract as well exactly it's all so, about people power where you know like ship your ship family and your, your spirit grows with your ship family and the people you meet you know you could meet it could be someone from anywhere in the world because people from the ships are from all over the world now yeah right yeah no it's, it's interesting interesting and also remember as well say let, let, let's look at the, the top ships like um panorama that okay was, I, Last ship. Was your last ship? Oh, look at you. Okay, very good. They're getting nice ships. <laughs> okay, so like, say you're looking at like a ship, like the imagination. I was on a smaller ship, or say you're on Inspiration, Magic, or uh, any of those ships. Maybe the expectation versus a new ship, right, is different. And also the rating system as well. They're probably going to rate you differently. Probably going to expect you to be five stars all the time. You like everything has to be perfect. And when something goes wrong. It's amplified. Everything seems like, oh, that's that's not right. Like this, this wouldn't happen on another ship, you know. So they're picking bones of every single thing that happens, and you're getting cruisers who probably are platinum, gold, diamond. Who just they know what ships should be, you know. Definitely, like obviously starting up a new ship, and especially with Panorama. I mean, Sunrise was a startup as well. It was a, a an inaugural yeah. ship, right? Yeah. But um, Panorama. It oh. was a refurbished ship, nevertheless. Yeah, refurbished. So, yeah. but then Panorama was a total different thing because Panorama was a brand new ship, like built from scratch, never sailed before, nothing. Because it's a brand new ship, is the newest ship that the fleet has, so the expectations are really high. Oh, okay. Those, those ships, it's really high. The expectations are really high. 
when it comes because it's a brand new ship, right? So you, yeah. you try to bring out the yeah. best that you have. Okay, so, so yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's even more kind of expectation and like pressure, not pressure, but just like small pressure for yourself to keep achieving those kind of heights, you know? Now tell me this, when were you last on board a ship? It, yeah. When did you when did you sign off? When did you sign off your last contract or panorama? It was with for, for Panorama. When was that? Oh my God! It's like two months ago, three months. I've lost. Time. I mean, with this whole thing, just staying at yeah. home, I've just lost my head about what time, what day I'm living, what hour. I don't know. Let me. I just want to check real quick. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. When on the and a calendar? When did I left? Oh boy. I mean, I don't want to keep you entertained with that. But let's say like I'll take a couple of months ago. A couple yeah. of months ago, that was the last time that I left that I was on board so so when you say when you left the ship okay I you you, you mentioned uh, before if I spoke to you before uh, the, the social distance measures were coming into place so like the like the, the, the on board the yeah. ship how so did, I, I'll, yeah explain how, how the guests responded to that because on a ship okay you can keep your distance but it's certain things it's very hard to keep a distance maybe up in the buffet or even in, in like the theaters the comedy club the nightclub how is it possible to keep social distance explain how that kind of uh i'm going to tell you the story about the panorama okay, and yeah. uh this whole covid 19 situation yeah. what go. happened so we were on board like regular like sailing as normal when this whole thing started coming out well at the beginning of this you know when there were rumors about this virus okay and yeah, all yeah. That stuff, yeah right um so i remember the first impact that we had or the first thing that happened on the ship was like there was one day that a guest had to be medical debark yeah uh and there were suspicious that she was because she was presenting symptoms alike as covid so we we're oh, okay yeah. yeah oh right? yeah yeah for sure yeah yeah uh, I just want to make clear with this before I continue. There were mm. not a, there was not a single case of COVID on board the yeah. Panorama at yeah, all. Yeah. So no, we were yeah. we're a clean free yeah. ship, and yeah. I was I was talking about this with my girlfriend yesterday, just yesterday. Yeah, and we both agree, and I think Panorama and the whole crew that were on board that ship. I would I mean I I can. 100% be sure about this and say it because I was not on the other ships but I think yeah. we did one of the best jobs of managing the situation when it came uh, onto light so I remember uh, going back to the topic before I just my mind starts drifting away yeah it's all good, yeah um, yeah I remember there was a, a case, not a case sorry I, I want to clarify that uh, there was a person who presented symptoms alike mm. uh, it turned out it was bronchitis right but um, when we were there on board the authorities didn't let any of the passengers get off the ship until we have the test uh, evidence back that the person was not uh, infected. Okay. So we arrived. We arrived to Long Beach, yeah. and the medical the person got medical off, and they told us, you know what, we're going to stop the debark. There's not going to be a debark until. Yeah. So it was. You can imagine all the guests with all the luggage and everything yeah. already coming down and everything. Yeah. But they were not able to get off the ship at any time. It was oh, like wow. it's gonna take around six hours, and they were like, "Man, I already packed all my stuff." And yeah. it was like a little bit of a chaos, but also I yeah. want to give a big shout out to the guests on board that this okay, yeah, cruise. Okay, great. When because uh, they they behaved like so well, they understood the situation so well. Yeah, they made our jobs so much easier because yeah. they understood. They were like, "Yeah, yeah we know what's going it. on." Yeah, and also big shout out to like the company because um, they took responsibility in their hands. They were like, yeah. "You know what?" Don't no, worry definitely. about it. Like it's gonna be another day of cruising for you. We're not yeah. gonna charge you for this day. Mm. You can guys stay in your cabin. Yeah. You can come to the bars and everything. And so it was a, a free day kind yeah. of for the guests that were on board. So it was, yeah. that was pretty nice. And then the yeah. next day, 
like it turned out everything was fine so they could debark uh without an issue yeah that's but cool, then yeah. when the actual thing hit us yeah. that's when things got a little bit more tricky and complicated uh because we couldn't uh, it happened again that we couldn't debark the guests on the day that we were supposed to because mm-hmm. the port was closed oh really so oh, they wow. had this yeah, they didn't let anybody in or out of the port, so no one could get off the off the ship. At oh all. my goodness! Yeah. So again, it got a little bit frustrating at the beginning because all the guests were like already with their luggage yeah. and all that stuff. But um, they they all understood really well, yeah. and they uh, once we got, they gave us a permission to disembark the guests. Uh, but then no crew members were allowed to get off the ship um, until we knew what was going on. Yeah. So. That's when when the uh, confinement started on board Panorama, where it was only crew and no guests on board. Yeah. So it was a it, it's experience. Um, it is definitely experience. It started all normally at the beginning. There was mm. like no social distancing or anything because we we knew. Yeah. I'm, I'm guessing it was because we knew that we were, it was a clean ship. We yeah. didn't have any yeah. um, cases or anything, right? Uh, but then slowly you could start, you could still see the measures that were like taking place. Yeah. Uh, so social distancing started after the guests disembarked. So we didn't oh, have okay. the social distancing with guests. Ah, so, okay. Yeah. It, it, but but yeah. we did have it when with crew members anyways. So oh, it was, okay. so it was different. Definitely. It was a different situation. We started with the regular, we started normal, like just not having, um, not having issues of like a regular day without guests. Like, uh, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Like when we moved from Fort Lauderdale to Miami, and uh, yeah, 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 um, yeah, 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 that was, was kind of, so everybody, everybody was enjoying. To be honest, so it was like you know what we got the shit for ourselves. We're gonna like have fun. We were still working, obviously, yeah. but then after that, you had the free time to go around the ship. Yeah. So that was at the beginning, but then afterwards, like since the things started getting more complicated, we got to have different measures. That's yeah. when the social distancing started. The washing your hands thing, like, mm. got really into place. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, an example is that now at Krumes and all that place, all those places, yeah. you will have a person from restaurant outside who will like uh, access, like deny or grant you the access to the Krumes yeah. if you didn't wash your hands. So oh, she would be okay. right there, and you were not be allowed to come yeah. onto the crewmates to yeah. eat unless you wash your hands. Yeah. Then they decided the crewmates and all that stuff was like really a, a close space for yeah. so many people. But then that when social distancing happening, you'll start yeah. seeing stickers on the ground yeah. on, uh, how further away you can be from the person on the line on the buffet. Yeah. And also came to sit tables. They will leave like a, a chair. You can see like next to each other like five people in the yeah. same table. Uh, they would leave like a chair in between with some certain distance. Yeah. Even though when I was with my girlfriend, I mean, it's my girlfriend, I yeah. could not sit down with her yeah, um, next to each other to eat. It, it's different, I would sit in one yeah. corner and the other one in another corner. It gets really different. Then a crew bar, they had same thing happening. You couldn't sit down with the, with the people. Yeah. Uh, you had to be like a meter away or like distance away from the other people. To like. I mean, so it's, and then, I mean, I, I had the chance to leave before, like, you know, people were confined to their cabins because yeah. that's that's a different story. And that that's where it got complicated. But I thankfully and luckily I had the chance to come back home or all that stuff happened before they start closing borders and all that. Yeah, stuff. that was good. Yeah, I know there was issues with the 
like CDC, but we don't really know what what, what, what issues like. I mean, it, it, it like the, the whole country, like well, parts of Europe, even America, place like a lot of a lot of flights stopped. So even to get home, that's why the sailing crew members all over the world because a lot a lot of the like big big uh, airline companies have like like skeletal amount of flights flying, like only for charter flights mm-hmm. maybe as crew members are getting chartered at home or whatever, you know. So it's a very, it's a very, it's 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 kind of a very uh, surreal world we're gonna find after this, you know. Like I mean, they're talking about measures in in Dublin, in in a Dublin pub, for example, would be a place you go and you meet your friends, and you can't even go like, oh, well, we don't know when it's gonna happen. You can't even go to to a pub and hug your friends. You have to keep the social distance. So a Dublin pub, it it may it'd be difficult for a Dublin pub to work with social distancing because you want to be close to your friends. And any kind of place where you want to, like, you know, like a sports game, you know, you want to be close. You don't want to be, you know, kept away. Like, and like a, a comedy, a comedy uh, show, a music show, everything's been cancelled. You know, so it's, it's the world has been affected by this. You know, yeah, That's but it's no, definitely. It's very, it's very interesting, man. Like just get, getting your perspective or getting the like what what would happen because we're so used to on a ship. We're so used to being told to, you know wash our hands and, and make sure our hygiene is to a standard and also also watch for like you know spreading of the germs you know because there's there's like levels you know to say if it's you know a certain amount of people have got a virus they've yeah. got to contain them you know so to happen on a ship it's 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 difficult to to manage you know but it's good that you know they're getting the crew home now but it, it's a very uh it's a very surreal kind of time to be in the world not in the mind on a cruise ship you know it is it is actually changed. I think it changed a lot of people's lives this way. It, yeah. it definitely has made an impact in our society and our world now. Definitely. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's a different situation. Yeah. Now I was going to ask you what were your biggest challenges on board, but I imagine that was very challenging. I, I mean, I said, you said, you said your second contract was challenging in regards, just getting, you know, the, the gist of how the, the, the top brass or the manager wanted you to do your job, you know, from, <sighs> cruise director to hotel manager or whatever but I'm, I'm sure that was a challenging environment because to sit to have to sit away from your girlfriend you know actually tell me about your girlfriend because i didn't you didn't have a girlfriend when i was uh um, <laughs> the magic tell me where did she work where, where's she from no yeah no so uh she she's from the states she's from america okay uh, cool. she's uh her name's stephanie she's nice. a, she's, a, she's a sports staff oh, uh, sports board. staff yeah so we met at sunrise <laughs> We met oh, at the yeah. sunrise, but and we both kind of had like a thing for each other. But I don't know. I always tell that to her. It's like I've never thought I had a chance with her. To be honest, I'm not a give it a shot. I, I don't think she's gonna pay attention to me or whatever. But it turned out like we both failed the same way. Uh, but by the time I was in sunrise, I when she arrived, I already had like because I was also playing the uh, part as a uh, comedy club in sunrise. So I, I noticed like, that. Yeah, club. you took my job. Thanks, man. <laughs> 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 oh, so what? What kind of jokes were you telling? Uh, like Mexican jokes. I, I I was telling Irish jokes because that's the kind of people. That's the kind of thing that that like the people wanted. But were you telling any Mexican jokes? Or did you stare it away from that? You just kind of like, just. Uh, I honestly don't feel like I'm uh, that a fun, that of a funny guy when it comes to like seeing jokes. Okay. But so you- my my catch or my way of like managing to get people interested, it would be like the same way I am. And I think a lot of people think I'm hilarious about that. Yeah, I'm so straightforward about yeah, stuff exactly. that people that people find it hilarious. Yeah, They're yeah, like, yeah. Ah, this guy's so funny. He's been so strict, and I'm like, no, I'm not being funny. That's the way it is gonna be. And then I they start laughing more. 
I wouldn't question you. I'd be like, eh, okay, okay, DJ Banda. I'm, or, or what did you did you call yourself Banda in the comedy club or just Diego in the comedy club? I was Diego. I was Diego. Were you the whole contract? Uh, in, uh... No. So I start on Sunrise about being in the comedy club or just uh, if I had a full contract. But yes, I had full contracts on both ships. But on Sunrise, I got kind of like tired or worn off of being host DJ. Yeah. So I spoke to my ED and my CD and I was like, man, I wish I could try something different. Yeah. And I had a Mexican friend by that, and that time that he was a comedy club on board at Sunrise. Shout out to my boy, Pablo. Um, okay. he, he was like, man, if you want, we can switch. Like I also, he also likes like DJ and stuff. It's like, okay, if you're cool. down, we can switch. I'll yeah. do the DJ stuff that's and cool. you can, I'll teach you how to be a comedy club. And I found a way. I was like, man, this is, this is nice. Like, yeah. I mean, something different. I get to host things. Yeah. Rather to just be stuck under a ta- uh, behind a turntable, just mixing stuff. So it was nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm talking about my girlfriend real quick, real back. Um, yeah, we yeah. met during sunrise, but I only had like two two weeks left. I had two more okay. cruises to go before I left, but when she arrived, or like three. So she was the one. They always uh, put her, or like most of the times, to be my comedy club doors girl. Ah, okay. That's when everything started. And then uh, we found out we both were going to Panorama after a couple of months. That's when, like, we started, like, actually dating and seeing each other. And after a while, like, I grew some courage to ask her to be my girlfriend. (laughs) And, yeah. The G word or the relationship word on the ship is either you're with them, you know, for a short time or you're with them for a long time. Hence, I'm four years with my girlfriend now. <laughs> She's over there. There we go. <laughs> my boy. Shout out to Gabby. <laughs> Shout out to Gabby, says Diego. Or DJ Bandit. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> keep forgetting. He has, two, he has two names. He's a comedy club manager. And he's a DJ. Oh, he's so talented. Um, okay, so... Um, <laughs> Yeah, that's great. It's good to try different things, you know, like to do the DJ and it's like you're doing long hours, I'd say as well, in the nightclub and then early starts. So with the comedy club, similar, but it's fun. You're, you're getting to host and you're getting to try different things and you're obviously, and you get to be a authoritarian. Don't be talking, don't be doing this, don't be doing that. You're like, <laughs> okay. That was my favorite part. <laughs> what was the, where were you cruising to in the, um, on the sunrise? Where were you cruising? Were you doing a bit of Europe? Were you doing... Uh, or Caribbean and oh, Europe. Oh boy, it was it was a little bit crazy. <laughs> we had a lot of ports, different ports yeah. that I visited. Most of it was uh, Caribbean, to be honest. Yeah. We yeah. had the crossing from Cadiz to North America, which was like two weeks at oh, sea. Wow. Kind of wow. gets kind of crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Two day, two you. weeks at sea, so, so we could you. cross from Europe to uh, to America. Then uh, we started cruising the uh, regular Caribbean, you know, like um, Puerto Rico. Yeah. We'll go to Grand Turk, um, all the, all those uh, places. But then yeah. by the end, towards the end of my contract, we also had the opportunity to go to the Panama Canal, like a charter cruise. Uh, so we oh, went over nice. there and visited yeah. like other spots, like Costa Rica, uh, Panama, obviously, like different uh, places that I had to go. And then, but towards the end of the contract, we got the opportunity to switch up to uh, the north part of North of America, North America. Mm. So we went to Maine. We went to uh, where do we go? We got Maine, Canada. Yeah, to lovely. Canada to Martin yeah. America. So nice. it, was, it was beautiful. Man. It was really, really nice. And That's then Panorama a... was all Mexican Riviera. Yeah. So. That's a great thing about like ship life. You get to see the world from a different perspective, you know? You get to see a world that would cost thousands upon thousands of, of dollars to go to these places alone, not in the mind, um, you know, sail to them, you know? Definitely. No, definitely. 
Yeah, so um, how have you been keeping busy the lockdown? Like, so you said you've been off the ship for two months. How have you, how have you been keeping busy? <laughs> Do you want to tell me? Oh, boy, I'm just <laughs> doing the regular thing. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Any projects? I've been doing uh, the same stack stuff that I've been doing every single time. That I... Yeah, actually. So, basically, I'm, I'm entertaining myself with my two biggest things when I'm home, which is, well, now three, which is talking a lot with my girlfriend, playing yeah. video games, and yeah. music. Those are my three things that are keeping me busy right now. But yeah. I actually trying to go for a little bit of a uh, project that I have now yes. where I want to open a YouTube channel. Nice. So yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll start like, uh, I want to start giving a shit. That's an, an idea that I have had for a long time, but I always found like something to discourage myself. Yeah. But now I've, I think I found the time, have the time to do what I wanted to test and what I wanted to try. So yeah, I'm working on um, a YouTube channel. Um, I'm just still gathering all the, all the material, all the stuff yeah. that I need yeah. to actually start shooting and recording all that stuff. But yeah, that's, that's going to be, I think that's going to be a major project that I'm going to start doing while this thing, uh, stay home thing will last. Yeah. And obviously like afterwards as well, I'm going to keep on, keep on doing it. So yeah, that's, that's how I'm, I'm basically entertaining myself and sleeping a lot. Yeah. I think that <laughs> that you you kind of miss sometimes on board because you work so hard. Yeah, um, no, resting, definitely. Resting yeah. as much as I can. Oh yeah, rest is key, man. Um, yeah, that's good. So, like, what's your what's your what's your YouTube uh, about? Is it going to be videos of gaming or like Twitch, or is it going to be uh, is it going to be you going to do DJ oh, stuff? You're not too Here sure. Here it goes. Yeah, no, no, I'm sure about what I want to do. Okay, it's just go on. That, It's just the fact that I just don't want to. Uh, encase my channel into one thing. I think more about my channel was, will be more about sharing my life. That's how I see yeah. sharing my life and learning more about life. That's how I see oh, the, yeah. how I project it. Because yeah. I want to, like, I get a couple ideas. Like, um, yeah, basically, uh, that, this is an idea that my brother came with because he also wants to participate in this channel. It was about yeah. reacting to music videos. I had this idea. Or like new music, not not specifically music videos. Mm. I had this idea for a long time, um, and just not in a way of just try to be popular or anything, yeah, but yeah. just like a fun a fun way to yeah. learn more music. Because I'm all about music. That's yeah. that's my thing. Yeah, music is it's been my thing every single aspect of my life. So yeah. I thought it would be a fun, crazy kind of like different idea to learn more music by the yeah. fact of like reacting to like, like I don't know asking people around the world like what's their favorite music and just watch it and, un and listen to the music and kind of give my opinion about it and just trying to like sh share more about culture music yeah. around the world and listen to it and learn myself as well yeah. and at the same time share about my personal taste of music on that's that's one of the projects i got like multiple as i said there's another yeah. part where i want to like definitely want to play video games and just yeah. record myself during fun sessions my girlfriend yeah. says i'm a fun guy when i play video games so might give it a shot and also one of the most important ones that i got is at like a traveling blog so oh, okay. this this in a side of like sharing more with people what living on a cruise ship is yeah. like what working as a dj is like mm. what is the ports that you visit yeah. like traveling tips yeah uh and also the main part or the one that i'm more interested about is sharing um the ports that i visit so people can get an idea yeah or like to prom promote tourism in those areas oh, so people sense. can have an idea what what to do on those ports and like what are the different options because sometimes people just have like a week there's one cruise where they yeah. visit one uh one day they visit one port 
and they don't have the opportunity to go back to that porn. And then they find exactly. out like, man, there's so much that I could have done or there's yeah. this stuff that I didn't know about. So that's why I'm trying to, trying to take advantage of the fact that we're cruise ships, uh, we're crew members who work at cruise ships yeah. and we can go to those ports every single week. Yeah, you can pick so up little, little tips. Yeah, definitely. So try different stuff so they can like uh, just show people what they can do uh, on different ships. And yeah, that's basically what the channel I think is going to yeah. be about. And yeah, just sharing, sharing, promoting yeah. and learning. That's, yeah. that's it. Well, you, you've got my vote for El Presidente anyway. Good job. <laughs> El Presidente, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> good stuff. Oh, geez, we, we, we've been talking for a while. It's good. It's good to catch up with you, uh, DJ Bandit or Diego or whatever you want to be called in the future. Um, have matter. you set up the page, the YouTube page yet? Because if you have, I can, I can, I can attach it to the when I post this up on Instagram or whatever, and uh, you can share and share, like you know, or you could even man, I wish up, whatever you feel. I wish, I wish, mate. Um, I, I still, uh, this is still a project that I'm working on. So I decided right. that I wanted to have all the equipment and I got everything yeah. set up, settled up before I actually start yeah. worrying about the channel and anything. Yeah, okay, but cool, yeah. for sure. They can find, they can, uh, people want to follow me. I have a Facebook page, it's DJ yeah. Bandit. DJ and that's, yeah. that's probably the one that I'm going to be using to like promote my channel once it's cool. like delivered. Yeah. So, yeah, if they want to find me on Facebook as DJ Bandit, they yeah. can check over that. And I don't know, man, I yeah. might reach out to you later on. And you're going to also, you're going to return me the favor. You're going to be part of my videos now. Oh, yeah, I will. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I play a mean. I'm, I'm, great at a, I'm great at Mario Odyssey on the Switch. And I'm also I'm half decent at Zelda as well. So if you like... <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Fan, Zelda's I'm, my thing. I'm 80s, uh, uh, 90s and indie music. Yeah, maybe some techno, but not, not so much. <laughs> Whatever now, you want to share. Everything's like everything that they want to share. Everything that people want to share is more than welcome. I just love music, man. So I'm yeah. down for anything no, just to share yeah. and learn. No, I like a bit of folk as well. Um, now, uh, it's been great to talk to you again. It's, uh, it's, it's Honestly, Diego, t thanks for coming on. You've given some good insights into ship life and uh, you've given me some uh, knowledge that I didn't even know existed. And Also, you are like a star performer because you keep getting the best ships. What's your next ship? Maybe a Mardi Gras, perhaps? <laughs> no, mate. Actually, uh, no, no, we actually, well, we didn't know by that time but okay. I don't know anymore because this is crazy time yeah. but they gave us the opportunity to come back to Panorama and yeah, I yeah. found that like the way of uh, actually being with my girlfriend that's what I was talking about with her with that we all talk about all the time doesn't matter what ship we're going to next yeah. I, I don't care honestly I will give all my 100% regardless of the ship regardless who I'm working with yeah, I don't man. care it's about my yeah. job but the only thing that I'm asking is that I want to be with my girlfriend in my next contract that. it's good to see so hopefully you can get on the same ship man and uh, yeah it's I been great so too, man. yeah no definitely fingers crossed man fingers crossed toes crossed ears crossed whatever uh, but uh, crossed. yeah it, uh, once again uh, thanks for coming on. Uh, such short notice, uh, DJ Bandit. No, no, thank you, Shane, for like the opportunity. It was nice chatting with you again after yeah. a long time, mate. It's good to see you again. Yeah. I hope you're doing well. We didn't talk a lot about yourself this time, but I hope well, you actually, you and Gabby are actually doing great. Well, I, I, I can't tell you what company we're for. I have to kill you, you know, so I can't really tell you these things now. <laughs> um, I, uh, I, I've just been, I'm working in the tourism industry and myself. Uh, again, I'm the same. Right. I'm not working. I, I probably won't be back until July, August. So I'm the same. So yeah. uh, this project is a personal project and I, I have the little bit of headspace to do this. Uh, and I've been back since Jan January last year, 2019. Gabby came over in April. So we've been living together, living together, actually together. Oh, nice. Well, we live with my, my, my parents 
parents' house for two months. And, and then we moved here up to the north side of Dublin, close to the airport. And we've been living here for the best part of a best part of a year. It'll be a year in, in, in June. So, yeah, it's, it's going, it's going good. Um, I had to make the decision to leave ships, but my time was up. But, uh, you know, it's, 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 it, I recommend anyone to go on board. And, like, for you, like, for, as well, um, if you're thinking, that, uh, uh, if someone out there is thinking of going on board a cruise ship, what, what would you recommend? Or what would you, what would you uh, think they should have skills wise? Or can they learn about themselves on board? Like, do they have to be Ooh. outgoing? Do they have to be this? Do they have to be that? You know? Um, I think most of it uh, is, um, I'm scared about using this word, but I think it's the most honest that I can be. Try not to be, I mean, first of all, the job is not for everyone. I got to say that regardless of whatever everyone thinks. That job is not for everyone. Um, You got to be like, I I, I find like personal, a little bit of a personal struggle because I'm like a home guy. I love my family. I'm a family guy. I love yeah. my family and everything. Yeah. Uh, so it was a little bit of a struggle to know that I would be separated from them yeah, that's for a such yeah. a long period of time. So that's that can be a little bit of a struggle. You can feel yeah. a little bit of loneliness yeah. uh, on board and everything. But the great thing about it is that you find so many people around the world that are like in the same position as you or that they have been through that and they are willing to help you. And it just becomes a big family on the ships. Yeah. You know that. So, I mean, if you think you can do it, just give it a shot. Try it. Yeah. The cruise industry is a beautiful industry to work at. You get to travel, um, you get to meet. That's my main side. That's what made me pick this um, career or this uh, job. Yeah. The fact that I had to uh, meet so many people, I get the chance to meet so many people from all over the world yeah. with so many different cultural backgrounds, yeah. with so many different things going on. It's just, and it's, I don't know, it's just like personal enrichment, if I will say it like that. Yeah. So I love that. I love meeting people from all over the world. I love meeting um different stories different cultures different yeah. music different yeah. and everything that's yeah. my main thing about working in cruise ships yeah, yeah. So, so i would just say just be open-minded yeah. first of all that's also important be yeah. really open-minded because everyone's different around the world but also sure. um don't be scared if you really want to do that don't yeah. be afraid and just go for it yeah. and you'll find out that it's a beautiful like um career you can start working at and you get the opportunity to meet so many places and so many lovely people that it's just amazing it's yeah. an amazing career yeah uh, beautiful yeah now it's true you just you have to be open-minded and have no fear and, and if you have those two things and just just and just work hard and work hard as, as your testament to that you worked hard and you're getting the, the just desserts you know it's a unique uh, working uh, world but it's also very you're also very precious and also you learn a lot about yourself when you're on board true you learn the most yeah. about yourself, you know, and you grow as a person, you know. 100% agree. I just want to say, yeah, hopefully talk to you soon. Another thing for me is, is about connecting with people again. Like, I may not I may not like your stuff right. on Facebook, and you may not like my stuff on Instagram or Facebook, <laughs> but the fact that we're talking is, is something, you know, because I haven't kept in touch with a lot of uh, the guys. I'm sure, are you still talking to Vanessa, for example? Yeah, of course. Like, she, she's you know, a BFF, man. She, she has been my best friend since I joined SHIFT. She took so much care of me that yeah. I just see her as my sister. Sister. Yeah. so yeah definitely I, that's one of the few people i actually get to talk like almost every day is, did, yeah, you, his. did you visit her in canada or has she come to see you or I, you didn't ha- I haven't had the chance to be yeah. honest honestly i haven't had the chance every single vacation something has happened to me yeah, to like yeah. to like yeah. work it out so yeah. But, yeah we have plans to meeting each other and definitely i'm sure that's one of the kind of friends that i will definitely see again 
Exactly, yeah. But, like, I mean, they say, like, you could be with this person one contract, you may not see them for, uh, for three or four contracts or ever again because people ch- people Change, are moving yeah. and changing all, all the time on ships. And you just had such a connection that, like, there's, there's envy there because, you know, you have your connection with your loved one or your girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever. But when you have a, a person like that who just gets you, that makes it, you know, it, it makes it worthwhile. You know what I mean? Don't tell your girlfriend, no, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's probably going to hear this later yeah, on. Yeah, she probably is, really, yeah. So. Anyway. I, love, I love you, Stephanie. I love you, Stephanie. That's, that's <laughs> <my> best friend. <laughs> disclaimer, disclaimer. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's pretty much, that's pretty much the, that this, this is just pretty much episode 10. Uh, DJ Bandit, once cool. again, thank you for coming on. An hour, we're, we're close, we're over an hour or so and uh, it's been, it's been wonderful and it's been a great experience and maybe i'll be in mexico someday and if i am pay the ransom please okay pay that ransom okay <laughs> i'm already kidding i'm already kidding <laughs> so, I if, I, will if i'm in mexico i I'm, well if i'm if close uh, close by i uh, will definitely ha- uh, hang out and catch a drink of course no definitely same way if i go back to ireland with you may if i ever go over there I'm, definitely come, i'm definitely come, looking for you man come and say hello and we'll, we'll, we'll do we'll do that social distance okay we'll keep, keep that two meter distance apart okay we'll we'll <laughs> we'll, we'll give it we'll give an air for digital hugs distance, digital okay? hugs yeah digital hugs yeah or an elbow <laughs> elbow elbow bump okay all right i'll let you go and uh give my love to stephanie and uh best of luck uh with your uh youtube um twitch uh life and i uh, hope to talk to you soon appreciate it shane thank you so much for like inviting me to this podcast and i hope this helps you this little information that i have helps you with anything. no worries man no worries and just yeah the same the best just, always yeah. the best mate cool man thanks take man. Care, bro all right take it easy yeah cheers cheers thanks bye see you take it easy uh that was that was dj bandit or diego a good friend of mine from ships now this is episode 10 and we had a nice a nice conversation there and if you like what you heard so far uh, my name is Shane this is Heartlines again if you like what you hear please follow like subscribe and take it easy thank you